Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Off and running. Hour two here of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Along with the Herb Tyler and the Cajun Cannon Bobby Abair. I'm Christian Garrick. Rouse's Markets is where you can find us. 4500 Chapatula Street. Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics. We want to SEC you at Rouse's today. <laughs> see what I did there, Herb? I see that. I like it. <laughs> We got so we're gonna have a dance. We got Joy singer. I think it's gonna dance. Yeah, come on, let's see it. But, uh, you know what we're gonna do? Hold on, Joey. It's pull up some good. Uh, what kind of music do you want? It's a it's a dance and a song or just a dance. I got you. Big freedom. Yeah, yeah. Just give me. I got some, you. Just give me some music, Joey. <laughs> give me some music, Joey. Enjoy. So let's see it. Is this, good, is this good enough or no? Yeah, come on. You got it. Yeah, you got it. Go ahead. There you go. Better get the mic there. Let's get the mic up there. It. Good job, rocking her Leonard Fournette jersey. All Go right. Tigers! This is what we—you just don't know what you're gonna get at Rouse's. You, you get fun entertainment. They're feeding Bobby well. They're feeding her, my myself well. Thank you. Um, this is just great hospitality Man, here. At, we, at Rouse's uh, hold on, DePaul's trying to take my, my bones. I, I'm you like, might I'm, draw back the <laughs> if you do that, DePaul. Yeah, no, we, they got we got chicken wings. Uh, we got uh, stuffed uh, potato. We got boudin egg rolls. Yep. Stuffed baked potato. Man, we we got we got it all going on. It's like a feast. A smorgasbord of food and and football today. LSU and Georgia. By the time we get off at one, I'll go take a quick nap and watch (laughs) the Tigers at three. If you want me to, I can go in. I can go uh, drop a line and get a couple of catfish. (laughs) Yep, yep. At the Rouse's Reservoir. I can walk about 30 feet to the left. (laughs) You would, too. If I I, I sent you over there, you would. I would definitely go. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. LSU's defense over the last two weeks has really uh, buckled down quite a bit. The Tigers give up 4.8 yards per play against Arkansas yeah. two weeks ago and then 2.4 yards per play last week in a win over Texas A&M. Do yeah. you think the defense is now fixed? The defense was upset because the committee told them that the reason why we went from one to two was because of them. They took it personal, and that's what you want. You want guys to step up. You want guys to say, you know what, if, if I'm going to be a detriment to the team, let me, make it, let me fix it myself, right? I think that Coach Aranda has always put the guys in the right situations. As we discussed before, some of the guys are, 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 are newer guys. Um, some of the guys didn't really understand the complexity of the defense and the calls. But at the end of the day, you didn't have that Devin White guy. You didn't have somebody that was a, you know, the, the brain trust and also the mouth of the South, if you will, on that defense. And you have one of the leaders that probably won't be available until we get to the championship of Divinity. The Divinity, who we lost early. Yeah. 
twice, right? So we right. lost him to injury, and then we lost him to whatever suspension, whatever, suspension like yeah, did, yeah, right, whatever, whatever but, that is. So, so, and he was that guy, and we talked about that before. He was the guy that was becoming the uh, the Devin White of, of our defense. So, but what I will say though about this defense is, we know they've always had talent. We know that they can physically do whatever, right? At the end of the day, now we can understand that as long as these guys can know positioning, understand the play calls, and then just react to the playing defense and not think so much, they can be very successful. Well, and I think it's twofold because uh, you, you practice and you go in meetings. What's your job? Yep. Don't try to do more uh, than your responsibility. Mm-hmm. If I want you in this gap, I want you here. I don't want you no. a yard and a half away. Yep. I want you here and then in the second thing. If you're there, just make the tackle. That's it. Make the tackle. You know, you know, finish the play. Finish, finish the, play. the play. I'm not. You know, you know that they could be successful, like a seven, eight yard game, but don't yep. let that be a twenty plus yard Correct. type game. And, and I think what has occurred, I think, and because Kelly Mon, uh, I, I think, because uh, we know he can make plays with his feet, but having that kind of performance against Kelly Mon and the yeah. A&M Aggies, I don't know how they cannot have success. Against Jake Fromm. Jake, Jake Fromm's not running around. No. And He's going to be right within the pocket. The right. skill set with Texas A&M, the skill players, I think, are, are better than Georgia's. The Ole Miss game, I think, was a decisive moment for that LSU defense because it allowed the coaches to point out a lot of flawed technique. We talked yep. about it, Herb, a lot. Yep. It wasn't talent. It wasn't the talent they got on the field. No. It was their technique and their angles. They were taking a lot of bad angles, missing tackles because of that. I think because of that film, it allowed the coaches to really drill down and say, hey, look, this is the reason why you're giving up so many yards, so many points, et cetera. You're not that dominant. Well, and, and I think, uh, you know, you can get all the praise. I think your great players got to play great. They have to. Because we stroke them in the offseason. We yep. stroke them at the beginning of uh, Le'Veon yep. Chassel. We need him to kick ass. Yep. We need Delpit to kick butt. Yep. We, you need your great players, not just, oh, they look they like a starting. Great. No, they, they, we they need, need the great, great players to play great. And let the good players doubt. play better yeah. than good. Right, right. right. Exactly. And then that's it, because you can't expect the good players to play great because they're not great. Yeah, yeah. But the great players, they got to play great. Yeah. They, have that, they have that ability. And the, and the guys that are not great players are looking up to the great yes, players without to a play doubt. great so that they can follow suit, right? Without a doubt. George's yeah. offense a little shorthanded. DeAndre Swift dealing with a shoulder injury. Wide receiver George Pickens will have to sit out the first half of the game because he got into a fight last week against Georgia Tech. He dragged the guy by his face mask. Matter of fact, that was Pat's son. Ken Swilling. That was Pat's son. He got in a fight with Ken Swilling. Not Pat Swilling Jr., but Ken Swilling. Yeah, yeah, from Brother Martin. Right, that's Ken uh, Pat's uh, adopted son. Right, right. My daughter dances for Georgia Tech, so we go watch Uh, the game. Oh, wow. So so we know know the Swilling boys and and, and how well they play, um, and so we pull for them. So, so we, Herb, we you got to be proud. You got a daughter that goes to Georgia Tech? Yeah, we have a daughter that goes to Georgia Tech. Well, son went to Stanford. Uh, uh, th- th- yeah. th- those are two real schools. I'm talking about real. I mean, <laughs> you, you can't have stuff in class. Right. No. You, you got to go to class and know what you're doing. If you Herb, have, you got to be proud of that. If you have stuff in class, you're going to get a bus <laughs> ticket back home. That's yeah, yeah. what's going to happen. <laughs> but, right? but you got to be proud of that. Stanford yeah, no, and Georgia Tech. We're I mean, definitely that's, proud of those two. That's yeah. it. But, you know, the thing about it is that they did that. You know what I mean? Um, they, well, that means you raised them right. You have you have to do something. Or maybe right, your right? wife did. Or she right? definitely <laughs> did for sure. 
it, it's the thing is, you know, you, you put them in position to succeed, but they still have to walk across, right? Right. And, and, you give and them the opportunity. Kind of like what we're talking about with the defense, you know. Aranda can give them guys <laughs> everything they need to be successful, but if they don't put it together and do it themselves, they'll walk across. Yeah, walk, you, you can lead the, the old saying, lead a horse to water, but then they, right. you, you, you got to drink. Got, <laughs> somebody got to drink. Yeah, yeah, right. The horse don't want I will. Yeah. <laughs> Herb, I'm he, definitely not dropping the line yeah. in there. I can not only is he the founding father of the Houdat Nation, he's also – the, the grandfather of the bootleg T-shirt nation. He's got oh. another one on today. The, I like the it. Go the Go Joe. Joe. Hey, uh, go the Joe. And, and then I got uh, the number Burrow. nine, Burrow in the, the back. Cajun and and uh, this is twofold. I told my wife, though, because she's uh, JoJo. So I said, and sometimes I call her just Joe. <laughs> just Joe so huh? I said, this is for That's her. That's for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go Joe. <laughs> Bobby Abear, Herb Tyler, Christian like Garrick, it. live from Rouse's. 4500 Chapatula Street is where you can find us. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. Tiger Tailgating Show live from Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics here on WWL. LSU coach Ed Ogeron with our very own Amos Morale III, Bobby Abair, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. We are at Rouse's Markets, 4500 Chapatulis is where you can find us, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics. We want to SEC you at Rouse's today. Come on out, buy and get your beer, your wine, your party platters, chips, and much, much more. Avocados galore here. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Barrett in Kenner. What's going on, Barrett? You're on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate Show on WWL. Good morning, guys. I'm calling. I'm not a fan of LSU. I'm not a fan of Georgia. I'm a fan of making money. And I think that the betting under the 57.5 is a strong play, and I wanted to get your feedback on that. Uh, I think I think with Georgia's defense, they've given up 20 points just one time this year. However... They haven't faced an LSU offense. They haven't faced an offense like they have an LSU that they're going to see today. Yeah. The, the over and under is 57 and a half. Barrett, look, I, I'm, not, I'm not a handicapper, but I would. I, I think that's a safe play going under. I don't. All right. Well, I, I think LSU will score 40-something, I think, and I think Georgia will score 25-30. Well, well, well you look at Georgia, they're averaging uh, 25 and a half points in conference games. So um, – you would think that'd be about right, but uh, uh, and so I would view at LSU. Let's say at least mid thirties. So uh, Christian, do the math, and what would be the points? So thirty-five and twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. So that, so that, what is that, it? So be that's, over. that's over. It'd be, be over. over. So it'd be that's like what sixty. I think. So that's yeah. What I think. So what it was fifty-seven and a half. He, he said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That went up two points. Yeah, that that's about right. I think where Vegas got that. I think it is. I think it is. I take the over personally, but I don't. Yeah. Bet. Spread, I don't get it. It opened at seven. It's down as to low as, as four and a half. Well, it's down to four and a half right now. It, it opened got, at last seven. night when I checked it. It got down to four and a half. Well, because the Saints, uh, I, I know you look at that in the home field uh, makes a difference. It's three, right? It, w- it was three to two and a half. Now it's only two, so it went down to two points. So, but that's like a field. That's like flip a coin. Yeah. yeah. If, if we were playing in San Francisco, be they'd be a two five. point. Yep. Yeah, it'd be exactly. Yeah. When you look at this matchup today, fellows, um, turnovers are always important. But for LSU, I, I think if you're looking at the defense and, again, the improvements we've seen over the last couple of weeks, yep. what's been consistent about LSU's defense all year long is they've been good situationally. Yep. Third down, also in the red zone as well. And I think the, the, the blueprint's going to be obvious. Get out on a fast break, get Georgia down by 14 as quickly yeah. as you can. And then force them to come out of their game plan. They, they want to run the football. My thing is, don't change anything that you've been doing. You know, stay true to your identity. And, and, and what I mean by that is, you come out, you toss a couple balls around, you get Clyde Edwards involved in the game, 
Um, you, you play solid defense. You create turnovers when it's time. You get off the off the field in third down situations. Don't 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 elongate the field for Georgia. Don't let them, you know, have have a have this you know ten play you know eighty yard drive for a touchdown or even a field goal. Don't do that. But I also will say this: play with that chip that you played on your shoulder last year last week, because that that game against um, Texas A and M last week was what. I would say, and I think Coach O said it too, was a complete game. That was the a blitzkrieg. The most screen. complete game that LSU has played thus far this season. And with that being said, that was probably Joe Burrow's, probably not his best game, which was crazy, you know, as far as completion percentage-wise. Right. So if he can complete a couple more of those passes, the defense continue to play as tough as they did, and then the offense, you know, the running backs and the receivers play like they can. Man, it's, it's, it's going to be fun to watch. And I do think that we'll score our customary 35 to 45 points, and I think we'll give up 20 to 25. Bobby, you've talked about this with the Saints offense when they were, you know, the new greatest show on turf. How much pressure they put on an opposing team right from the start. LSU, does LSU have that component as well where they just they oh, put yeah. so much pressure on you to, to go score for score with them? And it gets you out of sorts. It changes how you call the plays. And all of a sudden, you look up at the scoreboard, you're down three scores. Well, that, that's why uh, to come out of the gate smoking, I think, is going to be critical for LSU uh, yes. to score fast and to score early uh, because uh, Georgia's not structured that way. If they got to play catch-up, uh, they want to be able to control uh, the pace of play, time of possession. Uh, but uh, the key is, like, the only game Georgia lost and they cannot do uh, is turn over the football. The one loss – when they lost to South Carolina. South Carolina is not a very good team, but they lost well. They, they turned over the ball four times. You look at Fromm, he had three interceptions, the only picks he has thrown this season, and he threw in that game. I, I can tell you, I would definitely take the over and it'd be a blowout if, if Joe Fromm is, yeah. is throwing picks. They, they will have. He's going to throw picks. I'm telling you. They'll have no chance. Right. That, uh, if that would occur. But, you know, talking about accuracy. Uh, how about uh, when you look at Joe Burrow, very <laughs> Drew Brees-like. Yep. You know, we look at uh, SEC <laughs> records and yards passing, 4,366 touchdown passes, 44. And then he's on the cusp also having the record completion percentage, 78.3. I'll tell you, That's back crazy. in the day, he'd be like, man, can I just hit 60%? Look. And between 60 and 65. Now, look at Drew Brees setting records and, and Burrow. That they like a mid seventies plus. The only way we can get that back in our days is running bootlegs, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> bootlegs to the tight end. That's yeah, it. That's yeah. the only way you get seventy. And, and and then, uh, but if you're hanging there tough, you know they're protecting the quarterback, so you should be more accurate considering the rules where they're at. But the one thing when I look at, and um, you know why the game's not going to be close against Georgia in the SC championship. Because it's never been close. Never. Oh, okay, look at this. <laughs> uh, when they played these games. Look, LSU, uh, in the battle of two top five teams, LSU was number three, Georgia was number five. LSU won 34-13. to 13. Yep. Now it's a little payback. Now this is something, this is very humbling if an LSU Tiger fan. They were ranked number three, uh, trying to earn a spot in a national championship game for the second time in three seasons. Georgia was number 13. They spanked LSU 34-14. to 14. Then you look at the last time. Uh, this is in uh, with Honey Badger and all. Uh, LSU won 42 to 10. Uh, it's fourth uh, SEC championship game win in that 11th season with Honey Badger. So the games have not been close. Think of those scores: nope. 34 13 LSU, 42 10 LSU, 34 14 Georgia. 
So the games have not even it's been no. way beyond double digits. And LSU didn't have a modern-day offense in those days either. Like, they didn't no. have the, the, and, and the was, firepower they, they scored, had this year. They scored points off of point, point return, kick mm-hmm. return, and defensive. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the honey badger. We, we need um, – well, how about Brent Delpit? Uh, Delpit or, or, or Singleton? Uh, uh, Stingley. Not, Sting, not Singleton. Yeah. Uh, Stingley. Uh, all of a sudden, how about he Take have a, to the house. Yeah, a, a monumental uh, game uh, that would catch the nation's attention. Now, look, I think the reason why uh, Jake Fromm does not throw the ball well in the middle of the field <laughs> or across the middle of the field and then he throws the ball really well to the chalk, like uh, yeah. Mike was saying, it's because of the interceptions. All the interceptions are coming in the middle. So he's, he's psychologically screwed up right now. In regards to throwing the ball across me, I remember playing through through through, through <coughs> the branches. Right, I, I remember playing Auburn in 1997, I think it was, and I had like one of my worst halves of football ever. I think I threw three intercepts, all of them to linebackers, because they wanting to run slants all day long. And I'm like, Coach, there's there's ten men in the box, literally. Right. Let's run out routes. Let's run, you know, comebacks, Flat, yeah. in, anything, anything to the outside. But they kept running it, so I'm just throwing it, and I'm not seeing it, paying attention to it. Yeah, you get those but blind spots. It was it, man. And then I didn't want to get anybody hurt, so I didn't lead anyone. So I just threw the ball to a spot, hoping they'd get there, but the linebacker would get there first. So I think that's what's happening with Jake Fromm. Well, but, it, Herb, you're like this. You say you don't want to get anybody hurt. Uh, you know who told me, uh, don't worry about that, <laughs> that defensive back or that robber coming down? Eric Martin. Eric Martin, yeah. like, I've been throwing slant routes, and, you know, some receivers at Hey, Bear, don't you dare throw that ball in there with, with that DB coming down, no. you know, that robber guy. Yeah. Eric Martin would tell me, man, throw the ball, I'm going to run him over. Like, yeah, no, I'm not worried about him. Eric Martin was a big guy, though, right? <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, a beast. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Herb yeah. and Bobby, I want y'all's take on this. Do you think the MO for George on defense is going to really be almost rush three, maybe four, and drop the rest in coverage, shrink the windows for Joe Burrow? Well, Here's I, what I'm – let me say this first. Yeah. Nick Saban – um, um, uh, what's the guy's name at Auburn? What's the coach's name? Uh, 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 Gus Malzahn. Yeah. Um, Dan Mullen. Yeah. They couldn't figure it out. I can't figure it out either. I don't know what to do on defense. No, but I mean, I, I think that's a, that's if you blitz <clears throat> Joe Burrow, you're asking for you're asking you're asking for, for trouble on the yeah. backside because they can complete those quick passes. Well, and those receivers can take the ball. But I think Joe Burrow is patient enough to take what the defense gives him. Then you know what you have to do uh, uh, to be patient and to have a sustained sustained drive. Then you want your playmakers. You might have good coverage in theory, but then uh, you need your playmakers to break a tackle. You might think it's a simple throw. But all of a sudden, that, I don't know, four or five-yard gain turns into a double-digit gain. It turns and, into and, a touchdown, and, yeah, yeah, potentially, and, with these guys. Yeah, and that's very discouraging. If yes. You, if you really, on paper, have the right defense and, and – and, and the, the guys that you count on, they get it done to stop the Tigers. Bobby Abair, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. We are at 4500 Chapatula Street. Rouse's Market's the official supermarket of LSU Athletics. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate Show here on WWL. Back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgate Show, live from Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics. We want to SEC you yes. at Rouse's today. Herb Tyler, Bobby Abair, Christian Garrick, and any. Uh, Big 12 championship game. It's Oklahoma 10, Baylor 0, just about the end of the first quarter. So it's an important because Utah got bounced yesterday. They got beat by, by Oregon, got, got smoked by Oregon. They were at 5. They're going to move. Oklahoma's looking to move. And if LSU takes care of business against Georgia, you're going to have a shakeup at 4, 5, and 6 in the uh, college football rankings, in particular the all-coveted fourth spot that would ultimately play yep. the number one team in the country in the first round of the playoffs. So – Looks like uh, Oklahoma is making their case to move up to number four if Georgia falls to 
LSU today. If LSU by chance falls to Georgia, they slide to four. Well, they, Georgia. No, if, no if, if, LSU. If, well, LSU and Ohio State's in the playoffs. Even if Ohio State they crush yeah. Wisconsin, I, even if they laid an egg, LSU and Ohio State's in the playoffs. I think LSU goes to three. And okay. then Clemson's in the playoffs. Okay. So I mean, uh, not no. If Clemson loses to Virginia, now they may not, be out. Yeah, but, but I don't come on. That would be a monumental upset if, to me if that would occur. And LSU is also going for their fifth win against top ten ranked opponent when you play them. <laughs> so how can you not be ranked number one with that? Right, right. right. And, and then uh, what would truly be special, think about this. If you would win the national championship, I think we said this earlier, uh, uh, Christian, we did some shows. They would have seven wins against top ten yeah. teams. Yeah, that, that's that, amazing. Yeah, that's Talk about strength of schedule. That's more than half of yeah. your Nobody your, can your argue with season. that. No, no. that's You know who can't argue with that? The the, the committee or whatever because the eye test. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? They change their, yeah. their criteria week to week. It's almost theater. It is. They, they want you there. Yeah, well, they want you there. They want you to pay yeah. attention to it. Yeah. Um, they come up with different criteria each and every week. Oh, we look for the most complete team, the most consistent team. Oh, LSU's defense. Yeah, it is a moving target. LSU's defense yeah. is not quite uh, up to snuff. Now, what do you got to say after two straight strong performances about LSU's defense? And in particular, if they go out and take care of, of Georgia today and that defense shines once more, then, man, I don't know how you can't make LSU number one. Well, though, this is going to happen. Um, it depends. Uh, you talk about the eye test, how the games unfold. If, L, if L, say LSU's in a close game against Georgia, yep. but Ohio State waxes uh, Wisconsin again, I think that bodes well for Ohio State. But also look at this. Uh, you want Memphis to beat Cincinnati again because that's one of their uh, big feathers in their cap, a, a ranked team being the uh, Cincinnati Bearcats. Yep. And Memphis already beat them. So mm-hmm. uh, th- that's why if you, you want LSU to be number one for the playoff starts, uh, obviously you have a convincing win against Georgia and to a little lanyard uh, to get uh, Memphis to beat Cincinnati again. You know, the, 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 the thing rankings of, will be announced Sunday, by the way. The thing about Tomorrow. the rankings for me, yeah, it should be ranked on Sunday. But the thing about it for me is, I, you, know, I, you know I bleed purple and gold, Christian. You know, you know who I am with it. At the end of the day, this team that LSU has produced this year, I'll put them up against anybody. I don't really care who they play. The whole reason for the rankings is because you want one to play four. Right. So if you want to be one, three, you want to yeah. You know, that's what you want. I don't really care where it is because I think this team is legitimately coached to the point of where they really fear nothing, literally. And I think that they have a confidence that, that just rubs off of them from player to player, from coach to player, uh, from, from the players to the fans, from the fans to, to, to the rest of the world, that that's why they're not giving us the respect that it is because they, they're like, man, look at these guys. are just They got their chest out, and they're just walking around and just beating everybody. Well, well that's because we can Herb, uh, and you look on paper, if you had the LSU offense and the Georgia defense mm-hmm. – they wouldn't even let him play this. You got to go into the NFL. <laughs> right, they, they, right, you got right. to be part of the NFL. Because right, right. you look where Georgia's defense rang and LSU's yeah. offense, it'd be outlawed. They, could, be, they could beat Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> and the Miami Dolphins, right? Right, right. They could definitely be outlawed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where Georgia – we talked earlier about how Georgia is likely to play seven or eight men in coverage. LSU wants to see that, that nickel or that dime look yeah. and run against it. They, yeah, they will. They will. They want to get them in that and run against it. How are you going to stop it? You're going to run the ball with, with Clyde, and then you're going to, after two or three series, Ty, Ty Davis Price is going to come in there. He's going to run the ball. He's a beast. He's a true freshman, but he's a monster. Well, to, to me, uh, Herb, you and Chris, you all appreciate this. And, and as you, 
you know, there's only so many, so much you give credit when there's so many players. Like, who do you truly acknowledge? It? I'm telling you, as great as Joe Burrow is, I'm telling you, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. The game against Alabama, yeah. Auburn, Florida. Uh, look, look I'm, I'm telling you, the key, George is probably thinking, even as great as Joe Burrow is, they stop we could not let Clyde Arizona run the ball because yeah. then we have no chance. Yeah, but they're going to be in such a predicament oh, oh. Because, because of how prolific this offense is. And if they're going to try to play coverage, LSU's just going to run that. Okay, that. that's what I'm saying. No, they're going to stop the run. If they stop Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Georgia thinks they're going to be in the game. They think they're uh, in the game. Uh, 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 that's the approach they can take because they know if Hilaire gets off running, they have no chance. So you expect them to play a little bit more of a heavier front? Uh, to, to I st- think they to should. To stop the run. I think they should. They got first things first. They, they got to stop the runner. They, they have no chance. Man, I think that you open yourself up for a lot of big plays <laughs> in the passing game. Well, because LSU's not just going to throw the ball to be thrown it. No. If, if they're going to play nickel and solve and LSU can run, Clyde Edwards will yeah. have 175 yards rushing. Right. And they're going to gash him. I, I think they cannot – if LSU runs on him, it'll for sure be a double-digit win. Good night, Irene. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Bear, Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show here live from Rouse's. 4500 Chapatula Street, Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of LSU Athletics, right here on WWL. Back here on the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show, our WWL Blue Runner Gumbo Opinion Poll online at WWL.com. What will be the story of LSU versus Georgia? Is it the LSU defense, the LSU offense, Georgia's defense, or Georgia's offense? Herb, look through your crystal ball. What will be the story at the end of this game? Will it be LSU's defense, the LSU's offense, or Georgia's defense or offense? I think – I think that LSU's offense is going to do what we normally do. I think LSU's defense is going to be the story because of the last three weeks what the storyline has been with the committee. Um, and, and I also think Jake Fromm is going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy that's going to going to either, you know, make some really good passes to his receivers that, that are a little banged up or whatever or not there. Um, or he's going to throw the interceptions, what I think. I think he's going to create terms. I just don't think he's, well, he's very smart with the football. Yeah, the, the only way um – Again, you could say that for any game. You could say that maybe Ohio State, Wisconsin. The only way LSU doesn't win is if they turn over the ball. Yeah. If all of a sudden we do something uncharacteristic and we're minus three in the turnover margin. Oh, that's how Georgia uh, lost to South Carolina. Right. Uh, they, they even though how they, they were three touchdown favorite and they had four turnovers. Yep. I just trust Joe Burrow over Jake Fromm. I agree, 100%. Uh, so when I look at now – I think Georgia's defense is better than LSU's. Put it this way. As a whole. Yeah, yeah. As, as better than, but, but I think if, like, right now, if LSU's offense is going against LSU's defense, I think we smoke our own team. It, 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 you know, and I'm not talking bad no, about LSU's defense. I think you're talking about how good LSU's, LSU's offense is that good. I agree. Yeah. yeah, and look, Georgia, again, they've got a more complete defense. And Auburn held LSU to, what, 24 points. Uh, and Georgia's given up 20 points just one time this year. But we were not scoring in the red zone. You're right. Against I was right. about to say that that was one of the reasons why, because we did not play well in the red zone. Yeah, I just think that, and also, I just think that LSU's offense just puts defenses in such bad situations that they're almost unavoidable. You know what I mean? Like they, can di- they dictate to them, okay, this is what you're going to play. Let me they make you, you declare early. Let me ask you this. Do you think in that Aubrey game, that, was that a game that Coach O coached conservatively a little bit? Because I, I, I think I saw a hint of it, which is why I think we didn't score points in the red zone. Yeah, yeah the, the only thing was that those two son-of-a-guns, uh, the two D tackles or yep. first-round draft picks, 
that that Georgia doesn't have that. Uh, mm-hmm. No team in the country has that. They're they're NFL players. Yeah. So I think how they were disrupted. We bought a goal line in the red zone. I think uh, they made a difference. Now the the one thing you know what I was a little discouraged with, and, and Georgia's looking at this film. You know what I was surprised? I thought his knee was supposed to be hurt. I can't think of his name right now. The Florida quarterback. How yeah. they had those sustained drives. Now we pulled away at the end. Trash. So George is looking at that Florida film and how they hope Fromm uh, makes plays like Trask. Yeah. Because they possess the football a lot that game. Absolutely. Two down, one more hour to go here at Rouse's Markets. 4500 Chapatula Street is where you can find us. It's the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. Tiger Tailgating Show here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.